This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yikes. Uh, United Airlines um, taking a lot of heat over a plan to make the skies more fair, not necessarily more safe. And the company's announced that it's going to train 5,000 pilots this decade, including applicants with no flying experience, so that they can diversify their cockpits. So they want half of the pilots to be either women or people of color. And they've announced this plan for students to sign up to their own flying academy. And it's very expensive to learn to fly. It's about a hundred grand. But you also need hours in flight, which is 1,500 hours of flight time. But in this program, Pilots will get a basic license within two months and then a more advanced license within a year with the plan, I guess, to allow inexperienced pilots to get their experience of flying one of the regional airline partners and then becoming a full co-pilot in the first five years. Mark Weiss is a longtime uh, pilot, now retired, turned expert in the field of plane crash investigations. And Mark, I, I sent the article to you this morning and said, this can't be real. And it is. <laughs> Well, you know, in truth, Alex, you know, on, on first glance, it's very frightening to look at. You say, oh, my God, I'm going to put my life in the hands of people who have no experience. How can this be happening? But peel back the layers a bit. And what you're going to find is that this really isn't a new process. It's been going on. Which then is more scary that, that this has been going on for a long time. So I'm just telling well, you, as someone who you know is terrified to fly, I do not want to hear that there's not a lot of experience in the cockpit. I, I understand. But, you know, it's, it's, you, what they're going to be doing is, first of all, there's an enormous vetting process that people are going to go through just to get into the program. You know, true, there is and will be down the road once the pandemic is over and things somewhat return to normal. There's going to be uh, an aggressive appetite for travel again. Now, remember, in a lot of the world, uh, there's going to be a, a burgeoning middle class that has funds to spend, which are going to soak up pilots from other parts of the world who may have more experience or may not. But again, this isn't new. Take a, an airline like Lufthansa. Lufthansa has been doing this for, God, for years and years and years. And their record is excellent. So, the, again, the vetting process to just get through the door is going to be very difficult. So not everybody that's going to apply or has dreams of becoming an airline pilot is going to get that opportunity. Once you get there, and you're accepted, it's a very rigorous, constant examinations, constant training. Uh, you're always under the spotlight. You're always under pressure, which is similar to what you would find, in, you know, in a career path like uh, airlines. So they're going to take the cream of the crop. And yeah, it's go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, and I know that there's a pilot shortage. I know that, you know, there are jobs out there. My my issue is, and I'm all about fairness and, you know, diversity, whatever. 
I just want to know that a major airline, if not any airline, is not cutting corners in order to kind of look like they're, you know, doing their thing, you know, when that is the topic of the day. I, I do not want anybody in the cockpit that does not have that kind of rigorous training. Well, and, and I agree with you, and nobody does. But remember, an airline is a business. You know, it's a, a business with wings. And if they have a bad reputation, if they have incidents or, God forbid, accidents, that's going to reflect on, you know, their training and the processes that they've gone through. They don't want to do that. But again, they're, they're not starting with a clean sheet of paper. This is taking a playbook that has been out there for a while. And it's been very successful. The, you know, it, and it's going to be a stepping stone once they get this training. And it's going to take years to, to get somebody into the cockpit of an airliner. So by the time if you stepped on and United has broken down their fleet into mainline and their regional jet aircraft, their jets, by the time somebody gets to uh, the mainline fleet, uh, whether it's an Airbus or a Boeing aircraft, they've had years of experience. They're not coming in as newcomers. And remember, they're going to be flying with pilots who have had thousands of hours. And it's the job of an airline captain, not only to be in charge of the aircraft, but it's their job to help train the crew, the cockpit crew, to become pilot captains at some point. So it's a constant learning experience. So the people that are going to be sitting in that airplane, in the right seat, in the co-pilot seat, are going to have probably, you know, it, it's required right now to 1,500 hours, but that can be reduced depending on the program. But then they're going to go into regional jets. And regional jet flying is very difficult flying because it's a lot of up and down uh, mm -hmm. You're in you're in weather a lot more. Uh, in in truth, you're in residential feel, areas more. Well, you know, <laughs> over. I mean, over, not in. Over. Well, sure. You know, be, you know, I I flew for a small commuter airline out of Boston, where I would do you know I would do seven or eight nine landings or more in a day many times. You really uh, get experience. You get experience in weather. You get experience in decision-making. You get experience in working with, uh, as a team, in crew. It builds that confidence, and you learn all the time. I was very fortunate, just to give you that idea, I was very fortunate to have flown a very large airplane uh, with the very senior captain. And uh, we were flying from Chicago to Honolulu. And every time we landed, he would turn to me and say, you know, Mark, I learned something from every trip. And that's the opportunity that everybody's going to get. Do not fear this opportunity for people. In, kind of embrace it because they're going to take the cream of the crop and they're going to give them excellent training. And you're constantly, and I mean constantly, under scrutiny. Every time you go for training or a check ride, literally your job is on the line. You have to perform, and no one is going to let you perform substandards. Well, you know, on first blush, when you see that headline, I don't think United understood the uh, blowback it was going to get because they've been kind of trying to correct the message ever since. But I'm glad uh, I got some clarification from you because – 
the last thing I want to worry about with everything I already worry about with flying is that, um, you know, the person might not have the experience. So my best to you, Mark, and I appreciate your insight. Yeah, go ahead. Thanks. The, 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 the one thing I want to leave you with is hmm. when I took my check rides at American Airlines, even if I did everything by the numbers, by the book, and did a, uh, an outstanding job, and by the way, nobody gets 100. There's always, you're always learning something. But after I took my check rides and passed the test, the check airman, I remember one in particular, would turn to me and say, do you know what really I look for after you pass the basics and do the testing? Do I feel comfortable putting my family on your airplane? Keep that in mind, because when you look into the cockpit, that's who's going to be sitting up there. Somebody that the check airman feels comfortable putting their family on board that aircraft with. All righty. Take your word for it, nonetheless. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. You <laughs> keep well, and we'll talk again. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye-bye now. That Bye-bye. That is Mark Weiss, who's a retired airline pilot and now investigates crashes. And I always kind of send him stuff and say, this can't be right, can it? Because I'm such a chicken when it comes to flying. Point, this is Global News Radio.